What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kinda Funny Games Daily for Wednesday, August 7th, 2019. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the rogue one at Gary Witta. You're lucky to get me today. Oh, here we go. Why, oh, round of an applause. We're so lucky. Why am I lucky to someone, 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 I'm someone, lucky just someone, to be, be your friend. Someone here showing some love. No, I'm going to LA right now. Literally, as soon as I'm done here, straight out the door, straight to LA. Yeah. I've got meetings all week, you know, Hollywood stuff. Well, you know, give me the meeting. What's the meeting? Give me some of the meetings. I'm literally on Ghostbusters the animated film. Spider-Verse 2. I was Some literally... Other, do an MCU movie. Do you know are you, you know Kevin? Call, hit up Kevin. Not that Kevin. The Kevin Feige down there. Kevin Feige? Yeah. Uh, it's so easy to get the two mixed up because they both wear the baseball hats. They do. That's why I get it's confused true. all the time. Yeah. Um, I was literally on the phone last night with the president of show business and he was saying, <sighs> Gary... We need you down here ASAP. Wow. And, you know, I, I said, "Well, look, I've got, I've got my commitments to Greggy. I can't, you yeah, know, that, yeah. that, you know like, Who? my commitments to my friends. Stay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. In, stay in the stat. You know, are more important than any uh, blockbuster, you know, deals, multi-million dollar deals you could throw at me. So, sorry, uh, Mr. President." That's why I, I got to do what no, I got to do. You're, that's why you're the voice of the movies. people. You know what Let I mean? You're always on here giving out your voice to the people, to keeping the issues they care about. Yeah, keeping you're keeping it real. it real. President, keeping it real. Yeah. With your Tesla right there. You son of a bitch. <laughs> if you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about video games today. Uh, loot boxes are dying. Death Stranding on PC might be about to be confirmed officially. And DuckTales is a boondoggle. Because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show. Patreon.com slash kind of funny games where you can give us your questions comments concerns and everything under the video game sun then tune in to watch us record the show live twitch.tv slash kind of funny games if you're watching live you have a special job go to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosterteeth.com and listening on podcast services around the globe housekeeping for you there's a new party mode about to be up by the time this gets to YouTube. It will be up. It's Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. You can get it on Patreon.com slash games. If you don't want to toss any bucks our way, it'll be free tomorrow <laughs> on YouTube.com slash That's a good games. one for a party mode. We've been having fun playing that. Yeah, home. you guys, is the whole family in on it? Uh, we've, got three, we've got three of us playing it uh, right now. Myself, yeah. my kid, and, uh, and, a, and a friend of ours sure. are, all, are all playing it. Yeah. Uh, we, haven't gone, we haven't gone all the way to four players yet, but it's, 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 it's really a lot of fun. Give me a ring, fun. dude. I'll jump on online. I'll oh, be there. Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. It's really a lot of fun. All right. I agree. I'm a big fan, too. Yeah. Okay. I really like the art style yeah like it's kind of who you mean and who you mean um well i mean you jump around don't you but i i, st- I was playing star lord um nice. t- you know tony stark like the the, the, the main the ones. classics yeah my kid was playing um she went off and played um is it crystal yeah was from it, was humans a, yeah it was a character yeah. that i'd never i guess like not not as well known a character there's a couple in there where even i'm like well not even where i'm like i'm a dc kid but where i was like i do not know this person's back the thing i still love about the video games is they i mean i guess now the movies can but we're not going to see the fruits of it for a while yeah but i love the way that the movies can just throw everyone in from the marvel universe yeah, yeah totally. you can have tony, like the idea of tony stark and wolverine like uh, that's cool, right? Yeah. I mean, that's something that in the MCU now. Yeah, maybe. Even, it would, would it'd be very difficult to, to imagine that ever happening. Your daughter will be in college by the time year, that happens. It would be years yeah. away. Yeah. But right yeah. now, today, you can line up all your favorite characters from, you know, yeah. you can mix mutants with the Avengers and do whatever you want. I love it. Seems like you're doing a lot of research on Marvel, huh? What are you doing these you're, meetings for? You're barking for? up the wrong tree, Greg. Who do I talk to? Who do we have to tweet? I have made it very, very clear that I would I would crawl through a thorny bush backwards naked to write a... Sc- <laughs> I know I know <laughs> wants to see that. How yeah. about if I promise not to do it? Yeah. If... Uh, Marvel lets me write a Squirrel Girl movie for them. I would love to do that. That's my. She, she I think, is the next. I was very disappointed that she wasn't in Phase Four because I felt like her time is her time is now. You think w- so? Wouldn't you want to see that? I want to see it. I know Squirrel Girl. I enjoy Squirrel Girl. I'm thinking you get let's get, if you get the X Men and mutants out there and stuff, and then it gets it starts getting really weird. That's when I think you have a better shot at that. 
Yeah, maybe it's maybe when they start rolling in the because uh, she, I believe she is technically a mutant, isn't she? I think I believe so, but I'm not a. I'm there was a DC some kid. weird legal stuff where they reclassified certain characters as mutants, yeah, yeah. so that Fox could use them. Yeah. Now, of course, now that Disney owns the Who entire cares? galaxy, it doesn't matter. See, I, I feel like you could do a great Squirrel Girl Disney Plus show. You know what I mean? I feel like they yeah. introduce her as a joke in a movie, and then they you get to go and do like the hey, here's why you should care story. That would be great too. Everybody, get on the horn to Kevin and or DC. Let's get Gary a DC movies. Oh, uh, still in Husky, by the way. Uh, we're going to the Canadian National Exhibition in Toronto next week, August 16th through the 18th. Myself, Tim, and Andy will be hosting two panels a day at the Gaming Garage. You can get your tickets and information at kindoffunny.com slash events. How do you get sucked into that? Was that through Jen? No, oh, no, no. They reached out to us. Like, oh, hey, really? Yeah. Like, I thought there might have been like a, a, a Canuck connectivity factor there or no something. i don't feel like my I, I feel like maybe with the audience i get more of a seal of approval because i'm eating poutine up there and i'm hanging out yeah, and I'm, yeah, you know, yeah. talking about quebec but uh no with these guys in particular cne they were just like they did gaming for the first time last year i think and yeah. it, it was more successful than they thought yeah. it was so they wanted to get serious this year you're like the jerry lewis of canada you know like in france they love jerry lewis sure sure no you didn't you had no idea about that i vaguely well, remember that Germany. i mean very very yeah, jerry you know lewis is an old you know reference like david, david hasselhoff's very yes, popular germany. in germany there you go that's so a much you're the david hasselhoff of canada sure okay that's a compliment. I know it is. I'm not taking it as not being. Don't worry. I'm excited about it. No, they reached out. They wanted us to play in panels. So we planned uh, right. six different panels. Okay. For them. Six. Uh, yeah, six, two a day. Whoa. Th- uh, three of them just kind of funny shenanigans. Three of them interviews with people like Nathan Vella from Cappy, uh, the Drinkbox crew, and then the final group I'm trying to nail down, but they keep being really, really squirrely about it. The first call was great. Then a vacation got in the way, and now it's just, I'm assuming it's happening. Otherwise, you'll see me up there talking to a paper bag. Uh, thank you to our Patreon producers, Blackjack and Mohammed Mohammed. Today, we're brought to you by Hims and Raycon, but I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Strap in. We got six. Give me some good news. Give me some good news this week, Greg. I'm ready for some good, positive news. Gary, I like to compare you to on this show. To a coal miner. You know, you're down there, you're breaking the rocks, you come up all dusty, and you come out every day, you do this one where you, yeah, you, you yeah, look yeah. up there and you have a beer, and you're like, is it all worth it? I think the first two stories are going to show you that all you're right, worth it. All and right, what hit me. I'm ready. I'm ready. You got me Number excited. one Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony commit to disclose drop rates for loot boxes. This is McKenna Kelly at The Verge. The three major video game console manufacturers, Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo, have committed to requiring all publishers of games on their respective platforms to disclose the odds of receiving types of in-game items from loot boxes in future titles on Wednesday. The video game industry group, the Entertainment Software Association, announced the new initiative at a loot box workshop at the Federal Trade Commission. Along with the top console makers, a number of video game publishers already include drop rates, while others have agreed to do so by the end of 2020. These include Activision Blizzard, Bandai Namco, Bethesda, Bungie, EA, Take-Two Interactive, Ubisoft, Warner Brothers, and Wizards of the Coast, uh, Wizards of the Coast, period. According to the ESA, other publishers are also considering the disclosure. They will need to be included to be published for the Xbox, PlayStation, or consoles like the Nintendo Switch. Other platforms, like PC, are not included in this commitment. Uh, I'm editorializing, of course, because PC, a monstrous platform for monsters. Back to the article. Quote, the video game industry relies on creating sustaining relationships with our players based on fun, but just as importantly on trust, the ESA said in an announcement blog post on Wednesday. One of the hallmarks of our industry is that we don't just create entertainment value for our players, we listen to them. The exact timing of this disclosure requirement is, quote unquote, still being worked out, according to the ESA. But... 
companies hope to roll it out in 2020. Quote, video games spark camaraderie and build communities that we all enjoy being a part of, the ESA said. We will continue to innovate and work together so that every member of our community can enjoy video games as a fun and enriching experience. Nintendo and Sony did not immediately respond for requests for comment. Quote, we believe in transparency with customers and providing them with information for making their purchase decisions, a Microsoft spokesperson told The Verge. This is why by 2020, all new apps or games offering loot boxes or other mechanisms on Microsoft's platforms that provide randomized virtual items for purchase must disclose to consumers or customers actually uh, prior to purchase the odds of receiving each item. End quote. Change, Gary. Well, Led by you. I asked for positive news and you've delivered. That's what I do. That's what I do here in Kind of Funny Games Daily sometimes. It's actually you've, been you've really dark me, lately. You've given me just the tonic that I need uh, this Wednesday morning. <laughs> How's that feel? It's very, I mean, this. I, I feel like, you know, as of course, as everyone watching the show regularly knows, uh, loot boxes are a bit of a, a bit of a pet peeve around here. But it's mm-hmm. Certainly for me, I've, I've ranted about uh, loot boxes um, many a time. And I feel like we've got a long way to go, but I feel like this kind of transparency is a very uh, positive first step. You say a long way to go. Would you rather they just get eliminated outright? Well, I mean... I- Number two on the Roper Report, on, Rocket League is dumping loot boxes. Oh, okay, so this is all tied in. All right. Here at Psyonix like and Epic Games as a whole, we are dedicated to creating the best possible experience for our players all over the world. In pursuit of that goal, later this year, we will remove all paid, randomized crates from Rocket League, replacing them with a system that shows the exact items you're buying in advance. This is similar changes implemented earlier this year by the Fortnite Save the World team. Rocket Pass Premium, DLC cars, and eSports shop items will continue to be offered for direct purchase alongside our new system. We will share more information, including timelines and rollout of specifics in the coming months. How's that feel? Another win for you. Just done. Now you you can just buy what you want. What a great idea. Well, I mean, so we'll get into the details in just a moment, but let's address the headline. Do you feel like we're beginning... Is is this the end of the beginning? Are we now starting to see the tide turning against loot boxes. Are we, are we beginning? We've been ranting about it for a long time. There's been, there's been a lot of uh, noise made in kind of the journalistic, you know, the media space. There's been a lot of noise made in, you know, the, the public space. Uh-huh. I, I've got, you know, gamers don't, don't love them. Uh, we've seen major, you know, uh, embarrassments for EA with Battlefront 2 and various other things. The, the, the tide of sentiment is turning against loot boxes. It's been are, turned, yeah. Are we now starting to see the, the companies starting to finally, is this the beginning of them Responding. Is this the beginning of something? This is the beginning of the end of loot boxes as you know them, and we've hated them. I think that that's the long and short of it here. In the same way when when uh, Grand Theft Auto just did the casino update and there was in-game gambling, and it was like, oh my god, why are you doing this? It's because that was such a weird thing to do on the, you knew not that this change was coming, but on the winds of this, where I would say what, since shadow of war like it has been so overwhelmingly what the fuck don't do this we hate loot boxes and it's just being i I, I talked i've talked about it yesterday on the show and i've talked about it before on this show how cool it is to do a daily show now and do such little updates like just the little drips right and see them go into the ocean and and not be able to understand if it's actually doing anything but now be so far removed and see enough of those drips make the ocean right make those ripples go to where we are sitting here and it's like the months and months, where pe- or maybe may a solid month, where people are like, I'm so sick of loot box stories. Stop talking about loot box stories, right? 
there was this huge flare-up, and the industry saw it, and they had to course correct. But for an industry this large with this many games going, for games built on a, this is how we're gonna our revenue model is gonna be. Oh shit, they hate the revenue model. Well, we can't fucking turn it off. This is we gotta ride this out, figure it out, change it how it's gonna be to get to where we are now. Where you know, again, this Washington thing, this FTC uh, thing, the ESA. That, and I mean, that's going another to. part of it as well. Is oftentimes these companies will not. Um, uh, change anything until either you hit them in the wallet. Yeah. That's something you yeah. can do from the bottom yeah. up, from the you know, from the grassroots, or from the top down with government regular. And now, and right now, they're getting squeezed from both directions. And it's the perfect storm of that, right? Yeah. Where the the audience made it loud and clear: we don't fucking want this. This isn't how yeah. this should work. And yeah. granted, I'm not. I I know that I'm painting with a broad brush right now. I know there are games that have, did loot boxes well that people didn't hate. That it was fine. However, but there was also a bunch of egregious examples of them being terrible. And that was enough to get lawmakers and. Uh, I mean, or worldwide, get worried about what was going yeah. on. Is this gambling? Yeah. Is it not? And I, and I think the people at Psionics, they 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 know which way the wind is blowing. I think they probably announced this at a, a, a very smart time. They're like, you know, like we'll probably get a lot of public goodwill yeah. out of making this announcement. Now I think you, it's very smart. From you bring up you bring it back to the Psionics uh, uh, example. I want to bring in the nanobiologist who writes into Patreon.com/slash/kindoffunnygames and says, "What's up, Greg and Gary?" He actually said, Gary and Greg, I'm sorry, Gary, I don't mean to give you, I, you should get top billing every time, my apologies. Happy Widow Wednesday. The craziest story of this console generation has to be Rocket League. What with their release for free on the PlayStation Plus and on Windows all the way back in July 2015. Since then, it has sold over 6 million units, has become a major esports staple, and is continuously improved upon today by Psionics. Now, they're removing loot boxes. We have never heard of this before in a multiplayer game. Could this be a sign that sales are dropping so they want to get good PR now and bump them up? Or is this just a continuation of the Cinderella story? Also, do you think other developers will take the same approach with loot boxes if they see this plan really pay off? I do not think it's a sales dropping issue at all. If anything, I think it's the fact that, yes, Epic bought them or wasn't talks about them. I don't know if the ink's dried on that contract yet. And actually, I'm pretty sure it is. Kind of funny.com slash wrong. I remember at E3, it was not ink dry contract yet. Um, however, I would think that in similar to everything Epic do has done before where it's like, all right, let's change how much we give you when you sell an asset through the Epic store. Let's change how much it costs or what the split's going to be on our Epic store store or game store. I think that might be the same thing here of like Cyanix being like, cool. I think it's a mix of loot boxes are, are not, do not have a good impression and people don't like them. And the next part of the mix is we don't need the money necessarily generated by them in the same way. Like blind bot. If I want one specific item that I know is in a loot box and I buy the first loot box and I don't get it, maybe I'll buy a second. Maybe, you know, it's a lot of diminishing returns. You give me the item and I buy the item. I'm done. You have me for one point of sale. I have no problem with that. Just buying additional content and you know exactly what you're getting in the box. I have no problem with that. Well, that's what they're changing to, right? That's what Sonics is changing to. Okay. Death, the, the loot box, the... What are you going to get? You right. don't know. That's, that's, that's the part dead. I object to. That's okay. dead for Psionics. Now it is, hey, boom, here's what you're buying. So you get the one purchase. I think that they, I, I think it's a mixture of all these things. I don't think it's a sales thing. I think it's that, hey, we know loot boxes suck. Hey, we don't necessarily need the X multiplier of money we would get from this. Hey, let's just give them what they want. Well, a couple of, a couple of thoughts on this. First of all, I love that the fact that this is coming from the platform holder level. That it's coming from Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo. I guarantee you, EA and Act EA and Activision know that they would eventually have to fold on this. Again, the, the public sentiment, the oversight issues. Sooner or later, they're going to get squeezed, but they're going to hold on until the very last second. But now, if Microsoft and Sony and Nintendo are saying, "Hey, you want to publish on our platform? You got to sign up to this to this new code of behavior," mm -hmm. it forces them to do it. So their hand has been forced uh, at the platform holder level, which I love. Um, the other thing that I really like about this, and I, and I confess, it's not something I think I've thought about enough up until this point, is just how important transparency is. Think about it. 
we've 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 often equated uh, this to gambling, right? And and there's and there's a lot of evidence suggests that this makes the same kind of neurons fire in your brain that that real money gambling does. Yeah, you know the the thrill of like, what am I going to get? Like waiting for that that card to turn over. Is it going to be the card that I need? All that kind of stuff. Uh, but when, let's say for example, when you go to Las Vegas, pretty much any game you play, the the the, 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 the game and the rules and the odds are fully transparent. When you play blackjack, when you play pie gal poker, when you play roulette, whatever you're playing, even if you play a slot machine, it's a bit more opaque there. But like, there are there are players that know how to play slot machines in in, in such a way that they they maximize whatever uh, statistical edge that they have. Um, but like on a roulette wheel, everything is tra- like for, like for give you a perfect example. A roulette wheel is basically rigged against you. The casino always always has the edge. There's red and black, and when you put your money on red and black, your brain is thinking I've got a fifty percent chance. You don't because the casino added a, a zero and a double zero as well, I hate that. and that's just enough to throw off that fifty percent edge. That over time, statistically, the casino is always going to make money. Mm. But the, but they didn't. But it's not like the zero and the double zero are hidden. They're right there. You know they're what green. They're, you, you know they're it. Bright green. You know what the odds are. You play anyway because it's fun and everyone understands that every every game you sit down at every table in Las Vegas the casino has a statistical edge they absolutely admit that you can buy a book at the airport when you go to Las Vegas that shows you it, it explains to you mathematically how all the games work and yeah. everything is on is, is above the table you understand that oh, if you take the minute to educate yourself the information is there in loot boxes it's not it's all it, it, there's all kinds of algorithmic shit going on but you don't know what the fuck it is yeah and so, like, I would actually argue that in in that regard, it's sleazier than Las Vegas. So at least this is bringing the loot box people up to Las Vegas levels of, if you want a pl- player to come up to your table and put yeah. money on the table, be transparent with them about the odds are, what the odds are. So I I, I applaud this totally. Yeah, Love it. no, it's a, it's what I think it's it's the right move to get hopefully to first off inside the our own industry regulate ourselves right be paying attention to it ourselves and then and then make it clear to the audience right well this is your odds these are your chances what you could win like we're being very upfront we're being very clear we want you not to feel like you're getting screwed over now do you think here's a question here it comes I now, now, that, now that these algorithms now that these statistical odds these these loot tables yeah are going to see the light of day do you think that they will change them. Yes, before they the, reveal the them. rates are going to get a lot better. Because if they, because if they, re- you have if a they, one if in twenty one thousand chance you, of getting let, these let's, socks. Say, let's say, for example, that someone had hacked into EA or Activision and loot and, and doxed their loot tables. Yeah, you, I think you would. I think you would see just how fucked up they are. Sure. What they're going to do now is go through an acid wash all their loot tables and bump up the numbers a little bit so that when you see them, you go, oh, actually, they're, they're, but that's, that's what's great. The transparency is going to force them to make the odds a bit more player friendly. Yeah. I love that. Me too. I also think they should just sell everything in loot boxes one by one, but I digress. So again, in the long game, Greg, do you think loot boxes are going to go away entirely or do you think they'll just, tran- through transparency, they will evolve into into a less uh, 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 pernicious form? You like that one? You learn learn a new word every day with me, Kevin. Over time, I think they're going to not go away. I think they're going to lessen. I think there'll be fewer of them, right? Yeah. Because I think that once you start getting the odds out there, it'll be a different thing. Because I think once you know the odds so many times, too, it is a bit like... Oh, then why am I doing this? Right? And it might it might actually be the EA and Activision might say shit. Well, now 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 that the odds have to be more player friendly, and we're gonna again, you think EA is the casino? We're gonna we're gonna lose our house edge, yeah. and that's where we make our money. 
and, and because they have to publish these loot tables, and if people see how fucked up they are, no one will play. I wonder if they'll just give up because they're not they they can't make as much they can't make as much because they can't gouge players as much behind this behind this. Opaque I don't think you'll give up because I think it'll be like okay, you have a one in twenty one shot of getting this gear set or whatever the hell this this bandana this item you want, and I think when you, people are going to start getting in their head then of like, okay, is it worth me doing it twenty one times? I think it'll be that idea, and you, if you see, like, if the if you're getting things better, right? If it's actually happening, where you're actually going through and getting it, I, I don't. If the odds are better in your favor, if you're, I think, I think we can both agree they are definitely gonna gonna improve these loot tables before they, before they reveal one thousand, which which just tells you just just how just how greedy and evil they were, right? There's a reason why they didn't publish these loot tables because they knew that if people saw bad. just how again when you buy a lottery ticket, you know what the odds are. You what is it like 15, 16 million to one? So you know what the odds yeah, yeah. are. They're shitty. I know they're and pretty, pretty much pretty much every form of gambling. You at least understand what statistically you're getting yourself into with loot with, with these game loot boxes. You don't. So I love the fact that at least and some games did at do. At least it, by the they're going to see some daylight. They're going to be sanitized by this daylight. Yeah. By the powerful UV rays of, of exposure. There of you truth. go. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the truth rays. <laughs> the truth rays. <laughs> uh, Nanobiologist says the ink has dried between Epic and Psionics. Uh, it will be brought to the Epic storefront by late 2019. Thank you very much. And then Matt the Wobble also said, according to Polygon, the acquisition should have been completed by early June. Uh, but there have many articles that confirm it post E3. So there you go. I'm liking it. Um, Number three on the Roper Report. Is the Death Stranding official PC announcement about to drop? This is Sharif Sad at Video Games 24-7, VG 24-7. Death Stranding may be, about to get, may be about to get confirmed for PC. The official PlayStation 4 exclusives page on the Australian PlayStation site has seen a curious update. Spotted by Reset Era, uh, Kojima's Death Stranding appears to have been removed from the list. According to the Wayback Machine, the list included Death Stranding as recently as May 31st. This sudden change may be strange, but it's not entirely surprising. Worth pointing out, I saw this on uh, Era before I saw the article, actually. It's been confirmed now across, I think, all the regions of PlayStation that it's been removed from the upcoming PlayStation exclusive page. Uh, the game's recently revealed official cover art does not feature the only on PlayStation branding standard in all PlayStation 4 exclusives. In in fact, since the moment Kojima production, Productions announced his partnership with Sony, Death Stranding has always been referred to as a quote-unquote console exclusive, which essentially means PC is fair game. Again, over on Reset Era, in their thread, they have the original FAQ where it's like, they asked if it's going to come to PC, and they were like, first on PlayStation, eventually to PC. Uh, despite this, the game was never formally announced for PC, but everyone assumed it'll end up on PC. At some point, landing on Sony's PlayStation 4 exclusives page may have been an air to begin with, but the timing of this discovery could indicate that we're getting close to an official reveal of the PC version. On the heels of that, Dapper Steven with a PH writes in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games, just like you can. It says the official PlayStation 4 exclusives page has been removed, has removed Death Stranding from its page. Uh, this coming off the back of yesterday's new announcement that we're going to get an exclusive new look about the game coming at Gamescom makes it seem like maybe this exclusive new look is not that exclusive anymore. Uh, great a call on the, the Gamescom thing. We were talking yesterday about what do you do? It's obviously you're going to see a bunch of old content. How do you make it exciting? It would be interesting if at this Kojima came out, confirms finally a PC version of Death Stranding is coming, coming later, right? However, Dapper Stevens' real question is: Does it matter? Does it matter, Gary, if Death Stranding comes to PC? 
certainly matters to PC gamers. I know sure. you don't give a fuck about them, but 100%. <laughs> I do. I wouldn't. I would, if I saw a bunch of PC gamers and a truck about to go off the road and they were like, Greg, throw that switch up there to change you, the you roads. Lift a finger to help I them. wouldn't fucking do anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> don't roads you know, have switches you know, too, no? You know, you, know, you know why that you know why that truckload of PC gamers is going off the cliff, don't you, Greg? They're going to CompuServe to get better things. Probably a bad driver. Oh my god! Just end the show! Just end the show! Damn. Oh, Damn. Shit. He crushed that. Also, feel free to gift the terrible <laughs> high five Gary and I did, which was, I think I high fived his wrist. That's, that's the typical white man high five. Yeah, yeah. Totally, with it. totally. totally. <laughs> uh, but even to the, do you think it, I don't think it matters. Like, that's my thing is, I think PlayStation's done this for a while now with certain games that they end up over on PC. I understand not yeah. your God of War, not your Spider Man, but. This is a second party exclusive, which I know Insomniac would tell me doesn't exist anymore, yada, yada, yada. But who cares? The, the race, the thing, both Xbox and PlayStation are always concerned about keeping it off the other's platform, not keeping it off PC. Yeah, says. look, there's no, it's not going to eat into their, you know, this, this, the PC stuff exists totally separate to the Xbox, PlayStation, you know, console wars. There's money, there's money extra money to be made on PC. Why not do it? It uh, doesn't, doesn't affect their strategic situation at all. One thing I do love, don't you just love the fact that in this internet age, everyone's an amateur detective? Totally. There's something as obscure yeah. as, as, as Death Stranding being removed from a page on the Australian PlayStation site. Someone, becomes every day, someone goes and looks at that becomes for something. Becomes the first breadcrumb, and the next thing you know, it's, it's a news story. Yeah, 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 And we're reporting on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because some, some random... Some, some guy was like, the I want to change What can I... Oh, it's not here anymore. Oh, my God, I love it. No, it's great. I think it's great that it's coming to PC. You know, again, why not? Uh, why, why not? From Sony's point of view, PC uh, PC gamers will uh, will enjoy it just as much. I'm sure. Obviously, will it be even uh, uh, better performing on the PC than on the PlayStation. You know, impossible because of, of all that superior uh, juice. Nah, nobody knows that. No, oh yeah, no, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, don't worry about that. 4K, 60 frames a second. Kojima the shit the PlayStation PS4 games Pro can't forever. do. Kojima traveled the world with Mark Cerny in search of new technology, and what technology did he found? The Decima engine. All right. That, and that works oh, best really on PlayStation You really 4. just eat that marketing <laughs> shit up, don't you? Just gobble it up. It so good. Please, sir, can I have some more? <laughs> I, I, more I, I gobble up how much I loved that when he was like, I'm on the road in a search for new technology. It's they like, should do, the they should do like a whole it? document, like, a, like an Anthony Bourdain. Tri- like road, like road trip show. Yeah, where they go around the world searching for like <laughs> they find some obscure technology in like some Indonesian market. Yes. They, should oh, do a, they should just do a reality show about Hideo Kojima. They should. Just what is his, what's his a own, normal yeah, he day should, like He should have him. his own show. Absolutely. No, Jeff Keighley, I know you're listening. Make it happen. And actually, for the record, I do not think Jeff Keighley's listening. Why doesn't Hideo Kojima have his own reality show? That's a fucking great you don't idea. Want to, it's, he's, you don't want to take away the mystery. That's true. Because I mean, when, he, when you feel, find I out... I feel he, like you could even contribute to the air of mystery. If you show just a little, but there's yeah. a sense that there's also a lot of shit you're not seeing. Yeah. As a man who's... That's the thing. When, when, you, when you hang out with Hideo and he's just a normal person, you're like, oh, cool. But then everybody still treats him like a god. You're like, no, that's cool. That's also it's cool. He's air of mystique. Yeah. Not like you. You're a man of the people, Gary. What a coal miner. I'm an open book. Number four, strap in because we're getting into the territory where people are going to get mad. DuckTales is leaving digital storefronts. I'm going to start with Capcom. Capcom reports on their blog. Heads up, everyone. DuckTales Remastered is leaving digital storefronts in a duck blur and will no longer be available for purchase beginning August 8th, 2019. If you've already purchased it in the past or if you buy it before the dates and times below, you'll still have access. You'll still be able to access and play the game. Uh... Pogo jump your way I, for like sad news, not sad, but like depressing news. I wouldn't use so many like puns and duck. Anyways, where did this story come from? It's on Capcom's blog. 
Okay. Pogo Jump, your way to into Scrooge money bin while you can. Uh, DuckTales Remastered is getting a farewell price drop of 75% on most platforms before it gets removed from purchase. The game will be digitally available on the following platforms until Wii U, August 9th. I'm not giving you the times. Uh, PlayStation 3, August 9th. Uh, Xbox 360, Xbox One, uh, August 8th. Steam, uh, there's no date. It's just a time for 59. Maybe it's, maybe it's already gone. Uh, disc-based versions of the game will install and play normally and... If you've already bought the game digitally, you'll still be able to re-download it even after it's removed too. The times above are approximate, so please don't wait until the last minute if you want to purchase the game digitally while it's still available. So get out there and solve a mystery or rewrite history. I mean, I like I, 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 the reason why I, well, the reason why I asked you read it was I wanted to give him credit for the duck blur record. So <laughs> <not always good. laughs> um, Couple of things about this story. Yeah, I think this is an interesting. First, it's, I mean, it's sad, it's sad the game's going away. I, and we'll get to that in a second. But first, I want to say, I feel like Capcom's doing this in the right way. They've announced it in plenty of time, and I love, I love the big price drop down to a Scrooge McDuck friendly price. Sure, I think is a great is a great way to do it. Get it. It's a great game. Seventy five percent off. You'll be able to get it super duper cheap. Um, you should get it. It's a terrific game. First um, question for you, Gary. Yeah. Do you think they gave you enough time? Well, what's the what's the? It's going offline on August eighth, August 9th. Today's the seventh. Oh my god, we got a couple. Okay, so what if you were just, abroad? Wait, away did from they your just system? announce this? Yeah, this is yesterday. Okay, so ideally, they would have given us at least a week. Yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah. When the Twitch.tv slash Gary Widow limited edition shirts when it went down off of our uh, merch store, we gave yeah. people a week to get them. We actually saw a flurry. I'm sure of you did. Yeah, sales. yeah. yeah. Um, so it would have been nice to get a bit more. A Speaking bit more of notice. which, we're about to take all the kind of funny merch off kindoffunny.com slash store and never put it back up. <laughs> so kindoffunny.com slash store if you want anything. Um, it's actually the, there is I, a big sale. On I everything. do like the seventy five percent price drop. Why? Okay, there's got to be some legal reason why it's going. I mean, why take it down? There's got like some contract. Oh, you, must I mean, have you want to get into that already? Well, I'm just curious to know why. Uh, I think I think the writing's on the wall, right? Who owns Ducktales? Oh. Of course, right? Disney. Did Disney's Disney is flexing. Did Disney just hire one of those suits who goes in and makes all the bad decisions and wants to keep all the money? Yes, they did. His name's John Drake. Well, that seems a little <laughs> I, for one, welcome our new Disney overlords. <laughs> no, um, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. We love John. Obviously, John's an amazing person. But honestly, this smacks so much of what happened with Marvel. It's only a matter, Marvel, of, it's only a matter of time. Don't forget now, the connection's been made. John Drake works at Disney. Yeah. John Drake could put the kind of funny name across the table at the weekly Monday He could put Gary Wynn across the thing. Get him out there. I, I've already worked, I already worked for Disney. I've done a bunch of shit But now Disney. you want Marvel. But like John Drake could say, hey, you guys want to get into the, uh, into the space? You want to get into the nerd space? There you go. I got, oh, shit, I should stop being mean to John. If, if, let's face it. If Disney... Buys kind of funny. Wa- wa- walked in here... With a fu- with a fucking fat stack of cash, sure, you you would not be able to take that money quickly enough. Well, I think no, they'd come so in and be like, "Hey, we, we want to start negotiations of uh, the company." Sure, we start talking about it. Then they would go watch any video with Nick in it, and they would be like, "We cannot buy this company. <laughs> we need to buy it and close it and get rid of everything." But r- real quick, before we keep making jokes, it is exactly pretty much what happened with Marvel, right? When Marvel spun up Marvel Games, and they're yes. like, "We're taking control of our games again. Right. Uh, we've had great partners, but now we're going to do it all internally." What happened, right? Like everything got delisted. All the old Spider-Man games went down. Marvel Ultimate Alliance is the old ones, one and two, right? They went down for a while, or I think they're still down. Kind of funny. That comes slash wrong. But the old licensing agreements expired, and they didn't renew. 
And so I imagine that's what this is too, that they're like, all right, cool. Dis like, Disney is out there behind the scenes making moves just everywhere. Exactly, right. Now, here's a fun calling one. All their, calling all their children home. Exactly, right. We're, yeah. We fixed everything. Yeah. Come home, children. Uh, Imran Khan from Game Informer, of course, uh, put out these two tweets today that I, I think will never uh, help me in my argument that digital storefronts are great. Uh, Imran says, fun quirk of games being delisted. If you got DuckTales remastered in December 2014's PlayStation Plus and have PlayStation Plus now, you can't actually buy the game to tie it to your account forever before it gets delisted day after tomorrow. Fun times. Basically, you can't buy games that are attached to your account on PS Plus while the PlayStation Plus subscription is active. So, let's say a game is on sale and you want to buy it to make sure you can play it when you're not subscribed to PlayStation Plus. It won't work. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So that's an interesting quirk to this whole thing. That I can't... I don't know if the hullabaloo is going to be loud enough to make them actually go in and change that or do anything, but you could, in a positive way, be like, wait a second, PlayStation and Capcom and actually be able to go do this. I got it on Steam a while ago, so I'm good. Yeah. I never played it. I mean, I, I, I downloaded it. I played it for like two seconds, but I don't have that nostalgia for it because I didn't, no, I didn't no, grow no. up playing it, you know? You know what I, I do it. have nostalgia for, Gary? What? WWE video games. Number five on the Roper Report! Ukes and 2K have broken up, apparently. This is Andy Robinson over at VideoGameChronicle.com. Japanese studio Ukes will not develop future games in the WWE 2K series. VGC understands, ending a nearly 20-year association with the, li the wrestling license. WWE... 2K20 will instead be led by California-based Visual Concepts, which co-developed recent installments in the franchise, the game's publisher, 2K, confirmed. 2K told VGC in a statement, quote, WWE 2K20 will be developed by Visual Concepts, who have worked with Ukes on the development of the series since WWE 2K14. As we've continued to invest in the WWE 2K franchise, we've seen the Visual Concept teams display incredible passion, talent, and commitment to the future of the series. We thank Ukes for their years of partnership and are excited to see what the visual concept team brings to the franchise moving forward, end quote. In a separate statement sent to VGC, Ukes confirmed the news and said that it plans to, quote, continue providing support to 2K with regards to the game engine, end quote. Earlier this year, Ukes confirmed it was working on a new original wrestling IP. Tuesday marks uh, Tuesday's news marks the first time the Japanese studio hasn't been actively involved with the creation of a mainline WWE game for almost 20 years, having worked on the series since 1999 SmackDown for PlayStation 1, a game I remember well, and a game I didn't hate, but I was like, this is nowhere good. This is nowhere as near as good as the N64 wrestling games. Why didn't they just copy that? Of course, different developer, I understand. Now, Gary, would it shock you if I told you the people over at VGC had these same questions. They did an interview back in May with the senior VP of Ukes, uh, Furuta. And this is what happens. As, uh, senior Vice President Furuta confessed, uh, Ukes has become frustrated with what it's able to do, to, what it's able to achieve with recent WWE 2K games, and suggested that its relationship with publisher 2K Sports, American Studio Visual Concepts, also contributes to the WWE 2K series, is partly responsible. Another contributing factor is the lack of competition in the wrestling genre, she said. Ukes' historical rival, WWE No Mercy developer, AKI Corporation, effectively left the genre following the release of 20, uh, 2006. Def Jam fight for New York, the takeover. Quote, I think having no competitor isn't healthy at all, uh, the senior VP told VGC. When we had competitors in the wrestling space, we were determined not to lose, and that was a great motivator for creating something great. Uh, related, VGC speaks to Platinum Game. Oh, that's something I copied out there, sorry. 
Uh, but right now, looking at the market demands, players are expecting something new every time we release a game, and we feel like we haven't achieved that, uh, what we've really wanted to do. For example, in many cases, we're still using old assets, and we're not able to do some things the way we want to. Uh, the senior VP said the studio may, quote, find a way to do things in a way that we want in terms of our existing relationship with the publisher. However, for the time being, its solution is to create its own rival wrestling IP. I'm very excited about all of this, Gary. Very excited. I, I know you're not a wrestling guy. You're not a, I'm a, I used to really like wrestling back in the WWF days, back in the, the days of... Um, uh, you know the early days of the Undertaker sure, and uh, yeah, Brett, yeah. the Hitman Hart, Yokozuna. and Jake the Snake Roberts, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know all that. I used to yeah, love sure, those guys. of course, of course. Uh, as somebody who I think part of my love of games is so intrinsically tied to wrestling video games, uh, I haven't picked up a 2K WWE game for more than an hour in a long time because you pick it up, you go in, and it's like, oh, it's the same thing, it's prettier, this is a little bit better, whatever, and I bounce out. I, I think I played uh, the new Fire Pro Wrestling World longer than I've played any 2K. Yeah, thing you recently. were really into that for a hot minute, weren't you? Yeah, it's a whole thing where I put like an entire weekend of work into creative characters, and then they put out a patch. It was pre-release. They put out a patch for the like day one, and then that corrupted all my characters. Oh. And it was that thing of like, I spent all weekend making these guys and doing their moves. Like, I don't feel like doing it again. Yeah, and yeah, I, haven't, yeah. I haven't had the heart to pick it back up. Anyway, so here though. Like I miss AKI games so much. WWF No Mercy, uh, uh, WrestleMania 2000, uh, WCW, NWO, all the NCAA. You ever get, you ever get into those Def Jam games? No. They, no. Were, it was, they were more of it, but it was like it's Def Jam, right? It's a property thing at some point, too. I still don't understand how nobody sat down and, like, you know what? We're going to make a throwback version of it. Not the exact same, but like characters, but like same look, same idea, same systems as the N64 games, but for modern consoles. I digress. What I'm saying here is this is super exciting because I feel like it's very interesting to read this interview back in May where Ukes was already knew they were off of WWE or 2K20 and couldn't say it apparently. And they were talking about how upset they were that I totally missed and how, talking about how they're making their own wrestling IP. I'm very excited to see what they do without the shackles of WWE on them. Maybe it'll be an AEW game, which would be rad. All right. But exciting things are happening in wrestling, basically. And then finally, Gary, number six, Borderlands has a bump. This is Rebecca Valentine at GamesIndustry.biz. The Borderlands franchise has seen a big bump in the last few months in the lead into Borderlands 3's launch in September, with Borderlands 2 reaching 22 million units sold. <coughs> 22 million units. That's up 20 million. Uh, that's up from 20 million units back in May. Uh, in total, the entire franchise has sold 48 million units, up from somewhere over 43 million units again reported back in May. Alongside the sales push in the months ahead of the launch of Borderlands 3, some of that likely stems from free DLC added to Borderlands 2 to tie the story into the next game. And it's particularly due to the success uh, partially the, due. Sorry, partially due to the success of the back catalog that 2K has upped its guidance for the full fiscal year as it predicts strong sales for Borderlands 3. Quote, I think the sales boost is a reflection of the fact that the Borderlands IP is stronger than ever, even though it's been eight years since the last release, said Take Two CEO Strauss Zelnick to GamesIndustry.biz. Quote, I think there's a whole new generation of consumers who are super excited about Borderlands. That bodes well as we head into the September release. We'll see how it does, but we feel really good. End quote. Are you excited for Borderlands 3? I've never really been a Borderlands player, but I'll give this one a try. Play like it I, I on like PlayStation 4. Join me and Fran. All right. Okay. okay. No, I'll, I'll do it. Okay, Play, right, PS4. I'll see you we there. Just, we we'll get it right this time. It's going to be you. It's going to be me. It's going to be Jen for sure. Okay. Fran, wishy-washy. How wishy many people washy. can you have? Are in you a, in? 
How many people can you have in a squad? It's a four. It's a four-person squad. Fran's going to end up on PC like a moron, so it doesn't matter. He he didn't for Destiny. No, he plays Division. He plays on... No, Destiny, he plays on PC. Division, he played on PS4. I think he played a little bit of Division on PC as well. He's one of those guys where he wants to get out there. Fran is is hardcore into Destiny, so he's going to want to play that on the best platform, which is PC. But Fran is so much fun to play with. Can you not afford a PlayStation 4 Pro? You know what I mean? Come on. (laughs) Best place to play, right? Power to the gamer player. I don't know what the hell's going on. I'm super stoked for it, and I think it's that interesting I, just this weekend I don't know if you saw my very popular Instagram post but I put up the new games Guardian case and I was yeah. playing on the on that one Jen was playing on the TV we were running the Borderlands 2 DLC that leads into Borderlands oh, that's 3 what you, I was trying to figure out what you were playing very okay. excited very excited because this will be my setup for Borderlands 3 as well alright I'll get, get it on going. Playstation we'll get, we'll get this one right yeah, but, but they've think. been talking about uh, doing cross play right in a way they've been talking about it in the way of we would love to do that uh it's a two it's always gearbox being like we would love to do that uh it's a 2k thing for them to figure out since they actually are the publishers we're, we're, kind of we're, 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 i'm gonna get it this one we're gonna get it right i'm gonna you're, you're yes. on playstation i'll be on yes. playstation we'll squad up what we'll are you it. doing september 13th i don't know why it's a friday and that afternoon it's launch date that afternoon i'm gonna stream from here I, I mean, just chill oh, okay you're invited to that too no i understand but i'm just saying like let's have some perspective like there's a good chance that day things are gonna be screwed what, you mean sure, like but if it's screwy, you can play locally. You mean you mean in terms of like the online functionality, it won't yeah, be great yeah, out yeah, of the box? Yeah, yeah, it never is. Right. So I was just putting that out there. Uh, hey, man, I'm just saying we're streaming no matter what. Astros. God, I look good in the shirt yeah. today. If you, if you want to watch us hang out in lobbies trying to match, mate, <laughs> this, this will be the stream for you. This is the one yeah. you've been waiting for. I can't wait. Gary, the problem is that September 13th is still so far away. If I wanted games that were out more immediately, say where they are in the mom and grop shop today, where would I go? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kinda Funny Games Daily show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah! Today, the Forbidden Arts on Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Must Dash Amigos on Xbox One. I think you're also supposed to read that as Must Dash Amigos. I think there's a little. Well, it's clearly, I understand what they're trying to do, but that's not the words they use. They should have put mustache, but they said Must Dash. Damsel, Xbox One and Switch. Uh, g- Gibbos? Gibbos. Gibbos, a Cthulhu adventure PC. You know what Gibbos is? I do not. It's, a, it's one of the phases of the moon. Like like half like a full moon, half moon. Gibbous I believe moon? it's I believe it's like Harvest after moon? after oh, you're, I, I, once you're out once you're out of crescent <laughs> and the moon looks kind of bulbous, but it's not like a full moon yet. Okay. That's a gibbous moon. Huh? Okay. Uh, I think that's right. You're wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong about the phases of the moon. I look at it. I can glance at it right now. We got a whole bunch of fucking shit going on over there. Okay. Uh, way, word forward is on PC and Mac. Uh, War Fork is on PC. Hundred Years War is on PC and Mac. <clears throat> Quench is on PC. Run, yeah, that's a gibbous moon. Like run, mostly roll, rumble. More than half, but not yet full. That's a gibbous. Gotcha. Ooh, what about that birthday moon? When does that happen? Thanks. Quench on PC. <laughs> Run Royal R- Run Roll Rumble on PC. Phantom Rose on PC. Super Dragon Ball Heroes World Missions second free update is also available starting today. Uh, new dates for you. Decay of Logos on all major consoles uh, like PlayStation 4 is going to be August 27th then followed by the Switch on August 29th and then Xbox One and PC on August 30th uh, coming this Friday August 9th you are getting uh, a, a, limit, a physical limited run of Metal Slug 3 uh, on PlayStation 4 and Vita it lives you can get that at limitedrungames.com and then Ark Survival Evolved is going to announce what's coming new to that thing, which is Ark Survival. The people who make Ark are going to tell you about what's happening on Ark tomorrow, August 8th at 10 a.m. Pacific time, right after Kind of Funny Games Daily. No, during it. Fuck. Don't listen to them. 
Don't oh, watch yeah, that. Fuck Don't do that. Yeah. We'll watch our Twitch stream, not them. We're better. We'll report on it the next day. <laughs> <laughs> you can write in, all right? You can you wrong us on what happened at Ark's nah, thing. I feel though. like we're going to get some people lying to us. I agree. Uh, time for reader mail, but first, let me tell you about our sponsors. I'm going to start with hymns. Summertime is here. While you may be breaking out the baseball cap for a day at the beach or ballpark, if you're wearing it to hide your thinning hair, you may not have to do it anymore. Be like Nick Scarpino and Andy Car- Cortez, not Cortez, who went to forhims.com, talked to a doctor, and got prescriptions to treat their thinning hair. Uh, you don't have to sweat hair loss this summer. You can do something about it while you still can with forhims.com, a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness, and more for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims connects you with real doctors and medical-grade solutions to treat hair loss. These are well-known generic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair. No snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements. These are prescription solutions backed by science. There's no waiting room, no awkward in-person doctor, visits you save hours by going to forhims.com it's easy answer a few quick questions the doctor will review them and if they think it's right they'll prescribe you uh these stuff the pills uh stop worrying about sunblock for that spot of thinning hair uh and do something about it to stop your hair loss and help promote hair growth my listeners you get a trial month of hymns for just five dollars today right now while supplies last see the website for full details and safety information this would cost hundreds if you went to a doctor or pharmacy instead go to forhims.com slash games daily. That's F O R H I M S dot com slash games daily. Forhims.com slash games daily. Up next is Raycon. I've been talking about these all week because Cool Greg is using them. They're wireless earbuds that he loves. It's 2019. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Uh, Raycon earbuds start at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. The company was actually co-founded by Ray J, and celebrities like RJ Smith are already obsessed. Our Raycon's E50 wireless earbuds have totally changed the game for Cool Greg, he says. He's walking around listening to his music he won't tell me what the music is because i'm not cool enough uh they're so comfortable and easy to take anywhere unlike some other wireless options raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet with no dangling wires or stems kevin uh, and of course they don't just look great they sound great too uh raycon offers their wireless earbuds for everyone in a range of colors and an unbeatable price go to buyraycon.com slash kf games to get 15 percent off your order that's buyraycon.com slash kf games for 15 percent off raycon wireless earbuds if you've been eyeing a pair now is the time to get an amazing deal one more time buyraycon.com slash kf Games, 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 games. Stooge writes in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says, Hey guys, I literally haven't played a game released this year yet. I was excited about Days Gone, but the reviews kind of put me off. I can't play scary games, so RE2 was a write off, and online games just don't speak to me, so it seems the rest of the slate is written off too. I'm playing tons of games still, so it's on it's not me, it's the industry. <laughs> Last year was incredible. Do you think this year's been a bit of a dud? P.S. I love you, XOXO. Gary, how do you feel about this lineup of games this year? I mean, the first half of the year, you can never really gauge that much because most of the games come in the back half, right? The big games, they usually save them. Sure, but I do feel... My memory's going to fail me. I mean, what have been the the big releases so far this year? Of this year? Yeah. Yeah, This year, it was Resident Evil Evil 2, The Division 2, Anthem. Uh, I mean, they made a big deal about it coming out. I'm not saying it was a a huge success. You're saying one of the big games came out. I'm out. Um, (laughs) uh, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. Uh, That was a big one. Yeah, that's what. Well, that's what. I, was. I mean, what would you? What would you consider? Let me ask you this: If you, if we were, if we were to have the game of the, year, if we were to be having the game of the year conversation now, sure. at the halfway point in the year, what, sure. would, what would be the top? Am contenders? I? V- oh, so I. 
I think that I think right now, not you. Una- well, okay, Sekiro, right? Would be in there. Uh, yeah, it would be Resident Evil Two, Sekiro. I think. I, would you put Division Two in there? I would because it's been the game I've put the most yeah, hours yeah. into. But I don't think I'd expect it to win, and I wouldn't make a case for it in no, terms no, of no, like I, I wouldn't go to bat. I wouldn't go to the mat for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what are we missing? What have been what have been the biggest be- what have been the best games of the first half of 2019? It's a good well, question to ask at this. No, we've done it on Gamescast a bunch. Like it's stuff that's happened. I don't watch that shit. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I understand that. <laughs> that makes sense to me. Um, I think we've hit the big, big ones, right? Kevin, what are they shouting out in the chat? Because I, I, uh, very, this is how sad it Kingdom is right now. Kingdom Hearts three. Kingdom Hearts three. Get the fuck Crash out. Team Racing. Someone said. Uh, uh, Devil May Cry 5. There you go. Oh, that would be, be, be up there. Yeah, people, yeah. Uh, Sekiro, Real quick, Devil I want you know, this is, Evil 2. I feel like this Fire is... Emblem. Yes, yeah, Fire okay. Emblem. Yeah, Fire but Emblem. even then, uh, I, uh, oh, Mario Maker 2? First half of the oh, year, yeah, Fire yeah, Emblem second one. half of the year. Cine D says, fuck you. I don't, I don't know who that was. <laughs> Probably because I was going <laughs> over all these uh, Kingdom Hearts. It's because I just insulted Kingdom Hearts fans. Wait, what? No, Tetris 99 was at Dice Oh, Dice Wars was this year. Yeah, okay, good call, good call. Tetris 99 was, was this year? Here's the thing is, I agree. Dragon Quest Builders I, ag- I agree with Stu. What do you agree with? That I, for 11. me personally, it hasn't been a banger of a year. Last year, I felt like it was a banger of the fucking uh, of a year. Yeah, but how many of those games came out in the first half of the year? God of War. Okay. Right? So, I mean, you already had that. Spider-Man yeah. and... No, that was the second half of the year, right? Monster Hunter World is where it started. So it's right. Monster Hunter World, it was Celestrite, it was God of War. I'm, I'm cheating because you know I can't remember any of my fucking dates and stuff like that. Uh... I mean, there. I felt, and I think it's a personal thing, where it's like, I loved Resident Evil 2, right? Right now, if I had to make my argument for Game of the Year, I haven't played enough Fire. Again, let's keep it to the first half. Keep Fire Emblem out of the conversation, because I know I need to play it. When did Assassin's Creed Odyssey come out last year? That was more of a holiday game, right? That was fall last year. All the really big ones come out in the fall. So the first half of the year is always tough to judge. That's why we got spoiled last year. Occasionally, you do get a big one like God of War in the first half of the year. Yeah. That's the thing is, I think we got spoiled last year with having yeah. bangers. Yeah. But, but I can the, but the ones this that year. we just listed out, that's, that's not a bad lineup. It's Sekiro, uh, Devil May Cry, F- Cry 5, Division 2, Resident Evil but 2, see, this Mario the, Maker 2. There's a bunch of good games. This is the thing where I think, again, it comes down to just personal preferences. Yeah. Where I think I'm in the same boat as Stooge where Sekiro isn't for me. But you have, but you have that Mario same, Maker co- but you have that same conversation at the end of the year when you do the game of the year anyway. Personal preference is always going to be No, I know, I know. But I'm just saying, I think that's why, I think last year was... For people like myself, right? Of like, let's have some awesome single player, third uh, person adventures, action games, right? There's yeah. a bunch of cool shit happening. Yeah. Celeste was something we hadn't seen before and was really radical. Yeah. I mean, what? Katana Zero was this year, Kev? Yeah. Like, that was, you know. And there's a know. bunch of sleeper games like Plague Tale Innocence that my wife really enjoyed playing. That was I'm not a great saying there's game. not great games out there. There's I'm just a, saying I, mean, I, I agree that I feel like it's been a flat year. Yeah. For me personally. Yeah. But hey, we got Borderlands. Yeah, it's not. It's not that the games this, the first half of this year were worse. They just it was it was a selection of games that suited your tastes less well. Yeah. Okay, that's fair enough. And also, I think yeah, you know, like again, God of the God, God of the War, God, of, God the of, War. of War, like pretty unanimously game of the year last year, right? And if, if it's not, yeah. it's Red Dead. So I mean, to have game no, of the year War. that early, I'm just saying. I understand yeah. where they're coming from. I don't want you to keep yelling at me, Gary. You know, I'm not yelling. Yeah. I'm, yelling okay, here, raise your voice. Don't don't don't. Don't, 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 don't. Uh, David Scott wants to continue the conversation we were having there, Gary, about are we making a difference? You ready? Go on. David Scott wrote into patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says, hey, Greg and Gary, after crunch was being discussed yesterday and speaking to if it gets better after a game releases compared 
two right before a game releases, I decided to chime in. I've worked at multiple AAA game studios and have seen a couple different crunch trends. It seems that with games that take longer to make, the crunch usually comes at the end leading up to launch. But with games as a service, the crunch is almost always there. Having two to four week content cycles with some games like Fortnite or Apex, the crunch can be extremely heavy almost all of the time. Now, they, I'm sorry, now the games as a... Now that games as a service games are becoming more popular, do you think crunch will continue to be an issue in the industry? If you could do one thing right now to help crunch, what would it be? I mean, off the top of my head, you know, in uh, with these games, and obviously this is the direct, you know, Fortnite, Apex, Anthem. <laughs> Sorry, I can't, I can't even say it without having a little laugh. Hey anymore. man, the update yesterday is supposed to be pretty great. <laughs> Keep coming, Greg. <laughs> comedy, comedy gold here on Kind of Funny. Um, I saw Fran trying to get a PC team together last night. I was oh like, all right, Fran, God. get out there. The tumbleweeds through the lobby. <laughs> um, so one thing that I would do, and I and I hesitate to say this because I suspect this seems like such a no-brainer idea. I suspect studios already do this. But in, these, in this increasingly common trend of games always basically being on crunch because you're always hitting the next two-week content cycle or whatever, rotate the teams around so that, you know, it's not always the same people on crunch. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like yeah, they, totally. they, must, they must have people that are like, you know, whatever, whatever, the, whatever the crunch team is, they're only on crunch like once every few weeks or something. You'd hope you, so, right? And then you rotate out and that's to, another, you, to duties that aren't less, that are less crunchy. Does you that make would, sense? hundred percent. And you would hope that that's how in general this works in terms of this uh, uh, games as a service content where it is a baton being passed where hopefully in a perfect world, one team is working on the, the next month's content for three months before that happens, right. right? And so then as you have, you're on a three month cycle rather than a four, a two to four week cycle. Yeah. That depends how big the team is. And it doesn't work if you're, hey, we're just the, uh, we're just level designers. Then cool, you're, I guess you're spending time hopefully getting way ahead of it instead of what, it's It's complicated. It switches, it does all these different things. To David Scott's question, I don't think I'm the guy who can tell you right now if I could do one thing to help crunch, what would it be? I don't know it inside and out of. What I would probably do is do, if I could, and I'm waving a magic wand that there is like a full stop where Fortnite and Apex and everybody else can be like, Hey, we're stopping and going to be not doing content for a month to figure out what a way to do this and make it sustainable and not kill everybody. Right. To, if, if it's out of control, because Apex comes up in this conversation a lot and kind of funny.com slash you're wrong. Send me links. I remember Vince being like, Hey, we're running it differently and there's longer time between our seasons because we don't want our people constantly crunching. I thought they were working against that. And I'm sure there is still crunch. I mean, the worry the worry, and I'm sure this is why there is constant crunch. And I'm not saying I, I I'm not saying that I personally advocate for this or believe it. I, but I think it's what people in, inside the production teams of Fortnite or Apex or the Bean Counters might worry is that you when you create a situation where people are so used to like you know Fortnite's putting out new events all the time, new content every day. If they t- if they take a month off. How many of those players are going to lose? Because you know, they're mm-hmm. they're constantly mm-hmm. give me more, give me more. That's give me why more. what yeah, I just said won't happen. If you turn that off, how many of those go away and don't come totally. back? Totally. That's why what I said will not happen. But right. I'm talking about magic wand waving, right? Right. Uh, David says, you know, you know, now that games as a service are becoming more popular, do you think crunch will continue to be an issue in the industry? Crunch in some form or another will always be an issue, I think, because it's always going to be. Oh, they, it is voluntary, but it's not. Obviously, we talked with uh, Rico yesterday about unions and, you know, uh, voluntold versus volunteer. Um, I do think that very similar to the loot boxes, though, the fact that we keep talking about crunch and we keep talking about workers' rights and we keep talking about treating people better, I do think we're on the path to making that a thing. I yeah. think even yesterday, I don't know if you caught it, like, you know, Rockstar changed a whole bunch of stuff for their testers and their Yeah, I saw the Jason Schreier thing about that. And um, it's... Um look, as, as, as these games evolve into more crunch-intensive production cycles... 
the 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 personnel management has to evolve with it, right? You've got yeah. to work smarter, not harder. And and this is going to be the big job of, of kind of the top end producers of these games going forward. A big part of it is not just how do we deliver the content, but also how do we do it in a way where we protect our teams? Yeah. That's, that, that's got to be part of the equation now. Agreed. What's this the one about you having problems pronouncing words not written in English? Dark Pliskin writes in to patreon.com slash kind of funny again. Damn it. I thought it was Pliskin. I thought it was a Metal Gear reference. My apologies, everybody. Well, right there, it plays into it. I mean, I agree, with all due respect, it's just a dumb name, but whatever. Ah, <laughs> you got him. Patreon.com slash kind of what he gives. This is the question. This is not a question, but it relates directly to many times that Greg has been wrong. He wrote into you're wrong, but I liked it so much okay. I, I crossed right. it over. Don't do this because I won't do it from here on out. Don't try to trick me. Uh, does Greg truly have a problem pronouncing any word not written in English or sometimes written in English too? Or is it just part of the Greg Miller fun character? I don't mean to be offensive. It's a legitimate doubt. Thank you for the laughs you bring me every day. How did this come about? Oh, I don't know if you've ever been on the show before. When I get to a word that isn't in English, I stop for a second, take a deep breath, and power through the best I can. Do you, do you you've have noticed like for, this? You've do you have noticed like foreign this? language dyslexia or something? Like what's well, going on? I think on so. There? Sure. I mean, like I think it doesn't. I. I it's one. Uh, yes. Is it is it a pronunciation issue or is it is it passing the word? That's it's the a problem? pronunciation issue. All right. It's me getting to the word and not wanting to fuck up somebody's name. It's always a name. It's always a Japanese name, and it's the problem. Not a problem. Way back at IGN, a long time ago, Pear was like, oh, this isn't even, was long before being on camera. I, I was ta- having a conversation. I mispronounced the name. And Pear was like, oh, well, you know, in Japanese, it's usually like the first, the, they usually break things up into like two-letter segments or three-letter segments, okay. right? And that's how you're making your, like, you know, uh, Yoshida, right? For right. Shuhei, right? Right. Okay. And like, so it's like, oh, I got that. So that's how I still, when I read a name in Japanese and I'm reading an article, I get to it. I'm like, oh, okay, Yoshida, right? And that's me reading internally. When I get to an article here with you guys and I want to, I'm in the middle of a role, I'm doing really great, and I get to a word I don't understand, I, I, I stop and I have to, I think, oh, let's break this up into three things. Just, I just don't. But that, but that sounds like it's, a, but that sounds like it's a comprehension issue. Like you reading the word is a problem, not not saying the. No, word. it's the pronunciation. Reading the word, I get to, and like usually, I mean, when I read in my head, why would I? I have all the time in the world to sit there and think about how it would be pronounced but don't or not. You speak think about a bit of French, huh? Don't you speak a little bit of French? Uh, on peu. <laughs> you you posted something when you were up in Canada with Jen. You were talking about how you were you were doing some speaking in French. Yeah, I ordered the Timbits, right? I ordered uh, uh, yeah, un, un okay. cafe noir, uh, un cafe noir, uh, these Timbits. Like I mean, like that. But I, like, don't get me wrong. I yeah, French is different. Like, but I'm how many fucking times? I mean, Yves Gilmore, I still fuck up all the time. Like, you know, I, that's not how you say that word. That's how I say it. Because that point, that once you fuck up a word enough, it becomes the great. Yeah, I don't think you pronounce the s. It's just Eve. Oh isn't no, it? not it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, who knows? You know what I mean. All right. Well, that's interesting to yeah, know. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised you've never noticed. Like, yeah, for sure. You put a Japanese letter or word in there. You, I mean, even um, oh, I'm escaping. It escapes me right now. The the woman this week, uh, from oh, uh, Alicia Judge, right? Like from IGN. Uh-huh. I DM'd her to be like, hey, I keep saying your name, and I'm probably not getting it right. Can you spell it phonetically for me? And she did. And it was like Alicia. Like, and I, but I was like getting. I was like, is it? Uh, I'm just stupid. I'm just an idiot, Gary. Yeah, I mean, I think I was raised to. I was raised and educated to write. <laughs> I am meant to write the news, not read the news. I don't fucking know what I'm and doing. And yeah, you are as an on-camera personality. I know, right? And I, you'd think I've got 500 and some episodes. You think I would have gotten better at it? I have not. Because <laughs> it's a level. I'm but a level. It's only oath. foreign language words that give you this. No, problem. there's plenty of English ones I fuck up too. Like you caught me today. I I blurted one out the wrong way, and then Andrea a couple days ago caught one. Roof. You just can't say roof. I'm up on the roof. Yeah. 
Dang. But a lot of Americans say roof. That's just a just a weird Chicago American baby. Thing. Chicago. Milk. You know what I mean? No, Malk. Nobody says. Only Tim says that. Malk. And you say McDonald's. Yeah. We all have our own little quirks. Everything Gary says, I can barely understand. Oh, you got me right in the Star Wars, <laughs> ain't I? He sounds so pretty. Uh, I so still no. think we should do that thing where you where you bring on that cardboard cutout of the queen yeah. and have her on. We, we have, have cool, cool friends, friends. I'm down. and I'll be under the desk here. I'll do the voice. <laughs> oh my god! You <laughs> didn't say that. Oh my god! That's not a shock, Mike. He doesn't have to be. I know. Yeah, you can sit over there. Do you so no, we tweeted about it. Somebody, I think it was on Instagram. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Somebody replied because you posted a picture of a cardboard cutout oh, yeah. of the queen for Lucy James's birthday. Yeah. And I said you should have that cardboard cutout on. We have cool friends. And then someone else responded, "Oh, and Gary should do the voice." Oh my god! Yes, I. I didn't realize that was I, I only saw it like me just talking to the cardboard cutout. You only see verified comments, don't you? You don't read the unverified ones. You know what, Gary? One day you'll know what it's like to be me. <laughs> Heavy as the crown, all right? Um, so a little from column, ba- column B there on uh, pronunciation things. I am a big dumb idiot. Uh, I try to be better. But uh, yeah, I then I have to talk and keep going. And you know, I talk fast already, so I can't Un even keep Cafe up Noir these tin bits. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Tabanak. Like fucking, it's like a fucking language masterclass over here. Hey, you know what? Some Rosetta Stone <laughs> Throw away Duolingo. You just need kind of funny That's games right. daily. I'll teach you That's something right. every day. I uh, want well, one more question, Gary. I haven't I haven't looked ahead here. What do you got? What else do you oh, got? Oh, here we go. JBR writes and it says, Good morning, Greg and Gary. On Kinda of Funny Games Daily, you guys talk about console games, PC games, and mobile games. What what do you think about board games? Do you play them? What kind of board games do you like? Some of my favorites are Settlers of Catan, Game of Thrones Risk, Pandemic, and Million Dollars Butt. Uh, P.S. My brother doesn't really listen to the show b- much, but when Gary is on, he is much more engaged. There That's you right. Go. Yeah, you bring That's in right. the views. Board games, Gary. How do you feel? Um, I feel that board personally. I, I, when I play board games with my kid, I you know again because she's she's younger. I like to play the old school games. I like to play battleships. I like to play battle. Not we we got Monopoly for kids. The kids version, Junior Monopoly. She'll never um, learn. But we like uh, Connect Four. Oh, we like Battleship. Oh, connect between three and five. Uh, we like uh, Guess Who. You ever play Guess Who? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Guess Who. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. Guess Who. Yeah. yeah, I like I like the old school games that I grew up with. In the UK, we, I think in America there was a brilliant game called Downfall that I used to oh, really really enjoy. I think we it was like this. you had like a series of combination locks on each side of the board. Yeah, it was yeah, a vertical yeah. board like this, and you were on one side, I'm on the other, and you've got a series of tumblers, and you have to kind of Tumbler. make make your little uh, coin get down uh, through the tumblers. But when you move the tumbler, yeah, it yeah. also moves the tumbler on the other side. Ooh. It was a really clever idea. I used to enjoy playing Downfall a lot. I've been looking for a copy of it for years. I can never find like an old one. Um, but I, what, what annoys me about uh, board games, Greg, uh-huh. is they're now so... Look at Settlers of Katana and stuff like this. A fr- some friend of mine, uh, uh, not too long ago, were playing the official Game of Thrones board game. And it's got like a thousand cards and two thousand plastic pieces and a massive, massive board. And you spend the whole fucking night just learning the rules yep. before and every and every time somebody moves oh wait can you do that oh let's get let's get the fucking 500 hold page on it says out. if player a t- oh, God, it's not no. that fun greg and that's why i invented space rocks because space oh, rocks the game that has no rules is the perfect <laughs> antidote the perfect <laughs> antidote to this 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 threat this cancer this malignancy sure. of board games that have way way too many rules sure space rocks is the simplest game out there and it takes you that long to learn the rules get the rocks because there are none just, just get, get the, rocks. the rocks yeah just get the rocks necessary. and the person at the end of the game with the most rocks wins and i'm going to tease it right now as you can see I'm breaking wearing, news as everybody you can see i'm wearing a space rocks t-shirt you can already buy this t-shirt go to etsy.com slash shop slash shop legion and you can buy the official right? space rocks t-shirt <laughs> what's that nothing etsy.com slash 
shop. Uh, shop slash, or you can also go to legionagary.com. Legionagary.com, probably Le- easier. Legion, yeah, yes, but it might, because because we fucked up the URL, it might tell you that you're going to a malware site. I promise you, you're not. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe. Who knows? Um, Every so often, the kind of funny dot uh, com certificate will expire, and that'll happen too. Right, right, right. right. What are you Every trying to year. get from me? So I just want. I just right want now, to, it works. It right works. now, right now, yeah. Go to legionagary.com. You can get the official Space Rocks T-shirt. There it is, right there on online. Uh, uh, designed and, and made by my lovely wife. Wow, Mia. eleven admirers. That's pretty good. Oh yeah, eleven admirers. Twenty six bucks. Free shipping in the United no, States. No. Wow. Wow. Um, very, we priced it very, very favorably. And I'll give you an, I'll give you a little bonus. It goes all the way up to four X and it wow. doesn't charge you anymore. You know when oh, you go to the hey. store, you buy an XL or a two X. I usually wear an XL. Sometimes I wear a two X based on how the shirt is cut. This sure. is a two X. They they charge you more. Oh yeah. There's a fat tax that you've got to pay. I know. We what don't do fabric. that. Whether you order a small or a four X. It's the same price because we don't tax you for being man fat. of the people. Gary that's Wayland. right, man of the people. Now, but that's the T-shirt. I want to tease. I'm not going to give too much information away, but there is a major, major Space Rocks announcement coming that I'll be very excited to share with you all very soon. It better be the dreams level. I encouraged you to make back in the day, oh, it's and then than you that. said, bigger. Oh, "Bigger than that." Ah, good. Stay Lord. tuned. Everybody, stay tuned. All right. So I don't. I don't. I mean, do you play a lot of board games? No, at all? I don't play board games at all. No, you don't. Too I, nerdy for exact, you? No, it's not even. Well, no, it's not a nerd issue. It's just like. It's a, it's exactly what you described, where it's a passion issue for me. I'm passionate about video games. People wrote in. We did Harry Potter in review yesterday, right? Yeah. People are like, oh man, it sucks. Greg's not on this. It's like, no, you need to understand. Like, I liked the Harry Potter movies when I saw them. Loved them. Had a great time with them. Right. At no, I, and I'm not even knocking. As, if you have paid attention, you know this already. I do not want to rewatch those movies and spend two two and a half hours, three hours every Sunday watching them. Right. Because. That's just not what I do. I don't like watching movies sometimes when they're new. I don't like, I, I don't like, I don't, we don't even have cable. I rarely watch TV. That's very specific shows. If I'm sitting at my couch in the few hours I have in my house, I want to be playing a game. And so it's the same, a video game. It's the same way where board games like the jump through the hoops of learning this thing and doing the thing. But I'd much rather party up and division So you and Jen would never around. like bust out a little uh, a tabletop game? Well, I, for her birthday, I bought her a subscription to huntakiller.com. Are you, okay. are you familiar with this? No, what is that? Is if you listen to murder podcasts, you are familiar with it. Oh, it's not it. a thing where they send you like a box from a serial killer. Is it one of those it's, kind of it's, things? They send you a box of evidence. Okay. And you're trying to track down who right. the killer is kind of thing. Right. We got it. I was like, this is a great idea for your birthday. We'll sit there. We'll drink wine Solve and the do clues it. And yeah, exactly. They, uh, they continue to pile up next to the wine you're cabinet. You're not doing it? No, because we want to play games or we want to go out or we want to do this. We want to go through. It's just like, it's not. that's not what I'm but drawn to do. surprising to me as someone who loves games. Yeah. The, I feel like if you love video games, you probably love games of all types. You go to but PAX. The, PAX is a great video game convention, but you'll it has a huge board game section. Well, the overlap is huge. I'm surprised that someone who loves games as much as you, that love doesn't extend to like a tabletop or a board game or something. I think you got to p- pick your passions, right? It's the same thing of like every comic book shop I ever went in. There was a bunch of kids at the back playing Magic and Heroclix. Uh, Magic I never picked up. Heroclix I played very casual. You ever played D&D in high school or anything? No, no, no. no. Yeah, no nobody I knew. I mean, we went to, I was, I went, uh, until college I went to a Catholic school, so we weren't going to let the devil's game in. Do you like right? board games, Barrett? Fuck yeah. Yeah, see? Yeah, you want to be proper, a huge loser proper, like Barrett? You know proper gamer over here. <laughs> what do you like? Nail the dead to rights! What do you like to, what do you like to play? Get on the shock mic, you're going to keep talking. Uh, it's not like uh, like an actual board board game, but it's uh, Marvel Legendary. It's kind of like a co-op card game. Like a, like build- a, like a collectible card game? Uh, not cl- uh, kind of collectible, but yeah, you're like building a team and you're fighting. Like, like the cards battle each other? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. 
it's uh it's pretty cool and yeah you like group together and uh you're like sat down with like a villain and like a situation and you have to like adapt to whatever like you get and stuff and all it is is the cards there's no nothing nothing else to it yeah that's really that's pretty much it yeah um besides that i'm blanking on a bunch because like i've i have a lot of friends from high school who love board games so you like, won't ever I've, play like ticket to ride or katana or any uh, of that ticket to ride i absolutely hate because i'm bad at it What? yeah uh so like my friends totally school me every time i play that but uh i played like games like arkham horror and stuff like that, that yeah uh, that i enjoy but um i'm never like if you get the right crowd around a table yeah. it can be really fun yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah I, I usually have to get my friends to pull me into board games like that but D and D, you ever play D and D? No, no. I'm more. I'm a simple board game kind of guy. Yeah, I like the simpler. That's again. That's why I invented Space Rocks, man. The simpler, the better. The fewer, <laughs> the less time you spend learning the rules, the more time you can play. Sit me down. It's like you know, a, minute to, oh, yeah. a, a minute to learn, a lifetime to master. That's what go. I like. There you go. That's Just what I like, like chess. I love yeah. chess. Yeah, it's great. Chess is a clown. You play chess, Greg? No, you chess player. So, can you, you play chess? No, no, don't know how to play. You don't know the rules it's of chess. Really no, easy. it's really I'm learning something new every day about Greg, and it's I mean, not I just, good. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like board games. Chess is a board game. Mm. Would you play if it was on the on your PlayStation? No, it's piece? been there before. Monopoly, <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Monopoly's the that's the problem too. Is they just perfected it with monops. So There's nothing else space rocks I think we should. I think we should do a show where I teach you to play chess. Okay, I mean, turn it into seasonal content. Seasonal content. Turn it into content. I'm down. All right, you see me stop. Let's do it, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for squad up. This is where one of you writes in to Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games. Give me your name, username, platform choice. Why you need help in a uh, video game? I read it here. Best friends, fine. You know the drill. Today, Alex Russ, aka Zero Syndicate, reaches out. He needs help on Twitter at Zero Syndicate, all one word. Hey, best friends, I'm moving out to Sacramento, and I'll be driving my way there. I thought since I'm making the journey, why not check out? some of the local gaming scenes across the way. I'm trying to see if any, I'm trying to see of any, fighting game competitions along the way. Under Night in Birth, Mortal Kombat 11, uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, and Guilty Gear XRD Rev 2. Or heck, if you got a pretty sick arcade and I need to stop at, let me know. So here's the trip. I leave Thursday morning and arrive in Omaha, Nebraska in the evening. I'll leave from there Friday morning to reach Salt Lake City that night, and then onward to the final stop. If you know of any stops along the way, definitely send me the details. This Twitter thread, uh, he's got a Twitter thread. Go to Zero Syndicate on Twitter. You can hit it up there. Figure it out. I love doing long road trips like that. Yeah? Yeah. You ever done that? Like, go like go like a big big schlep across the country? I mean, I have, but not like this. I tried to drive out here for the job, almost died in a blizzard, turned around, flew out here. and then, Oh, uh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, then wow. Dra- uh, drove, when I was a kid, went to, we, my parents had an RV. Oh, that's but great. But I've never done like the fun, it's me, well, I guess we went to... I'm n- I would not say I've done anything like what he's talking about. I would say if you if you if you grew up like with a, your parents having an RV, I would have felt that you'd have that love for the open road. No, well, it's like as a kid, uh, as a video game kid, that's the last thing I wanted. No, to do, that's right? true, right? I want to sit. I want to sit in the basement, and be left alone. It's like Jen now, even. Let's go on this vacation. Let's go do this. It's just the weekend. Do you want to go see some dog surf? I'm like, no, fucking leave me in a dark room. But you I just did. But sit you there did playing. go see the dog surf. I did, and it was great, and I love my wife. Gary, you put in a required reading. I did. I thought it was a good one because it was a follow-up on last week's show. Exactly. Well, this week's show. Well, I guess every show. Uh, the t- title is Video Games Do Not Cause Violence, But 
Makers do need to think about it. This is from The Guardian. Who is this the writer? Is from, I didn't uh, put his my, name down. My friend Keith Stewart, who's a great... He's the, one of the head writers. He writes well, uh, a lot of The, uh, the Guardian's uh, video game coverage. Gotcha. Also a very accomplished novelist. Okay. Uh, and he's a good guy. And, um, and he wrote a piece that was very much in tune with our conversation about uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare last right, week. So right, right, right. Yeah, it brings up the white phosphor stuff. It. Yeah, it does. Uh, there's a whole bunch of good stuff in here. So I would say head over there and read it. Yeah, Do you it's, put the link to this like on the YouTube page? It'll make something? it in the... Uh, the doc thing but yeah you can always just go to theguardian.com find it there yeah you'll find it okay and then time for your wrong which apparently we fucked up a lot of stuff it's a lot of of fixes not even wrong stuff uh ill grill chill says in october 2015 squirrel girl does not identify as a mutant but then in august 2018 they retconned her back to being a mutant which is what you were talking about yes that was that was a commercial decision i believe so that they could get get around the legal just how they they canceled the fantastic four comic book when they never writes and then they got it back so they brought it back right uh boris and double zero says there is already a live action squirrel girl in development marvel tv is doing a new warriors tv series with Lily from she's the part of an ensemble, but I wanted to have her own thing. You could break her out of that thing right yeah. there. Yeah. Um, Ill Grill Chill says DuckTales uh, has a last day of August 8th on Steam. Then Zaire says DuckTales Remastered is already delisted on Steam. So, Damn. And I always enjoy a good and confusing life. Here's another one for you. Ill Grill Chill says Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2 are, are not available digitally. However, Amazon has digital codes for bundles of the game. Uh, then somebody else had said that it is still on PlayStation. So who the fuck knows? Uh, Lord of Pwn says DuckTales Remastered is currently not for sale in the North American PSN. Uh, are you sure you're looking at PS3, though? Remember, it's a PS3 game. I digress. Um, Maddock Jr. says, a small bit of t- Apex news that we missed. Apex Legend is adding a solo mode next Tuesday for a limited time mode. That's interesting. Oh, nice. What, do you play against bots or something? Well, no, I, I bet it'd be more like... Uh, oh, you can just you can just jump in. Battle Royale. You have, you, right now, you have to join as a team. And right? I hate that. Okay. That's why I don't want to play it, because I'm terrible and I don't want to do this. Uh, Ill Grill Chill confirms that in April 2019, The Verge reported that Apex developers won't rush updates to avoid crunch, so I was correct on that one. Um, Ignacio Rojas says, to Greg's credit, he's only mispronounced my name once, ever. Uh, the first time he saw it, ever since Greg has nailed my name. Well, there you go. See, I learned once. Um, Ill Grill Chill says, Greg is not an idiot. I don't agree. Um, somebody said Journey was Shadow released. You should have listened to shows yesterday where we announced that. Um, tweeted out leg- uh, legionofgary.com, by the way. For you. Thank you oh, thank you, Barrett. Any Appreciate context that. or just tweet it out? No, absolutely no context. <laughs> just a gift of Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Ill Grill Chills found a downfall for twenty bucks used on eBay. Oh, nice! I got I got to get into it. I got to find. You know, that would be that would actually be a great game uh, for Nick and Ke- uh, Nick and Andy to play on KFAF. It's I a like really that. fun game. Like Nth day downfall. On Ca- Nth day on Caprica writes in and is a fucking moron. Says during Damn, the board geez. game section, Greg said, "Quote: We talk about console games, PC games, and mobile games. PC games has never been mentioned on KFGD for fucking an entire week. We've been talking about the Ooblets Epic St- Game Store controversy." I will not accept that you are wrong. I want you to go home, find something heavy, no, drop it on no, your own foot. Not, I'm not do, legally do, required do, to oh, fix your oh, foot. Oh, oh, step oh, on a Lego. Yeah, step on a Lego. That's a better thing. Go home, take off your sock, and step on a Lego. You're not legally obligated to do this. And Just we talk about clear. TurboTax all the time, Greg. <laughs> Thank you. Also true, right? And I use a PC. I'm playing the game of Google Docs right now. <sighs> 
You weren't here for my brilliant PC joke earlier, Barrett. You missed it. Oh, I did. Oh, it was good. I'll, I'll it was really good. Yeah, don't tell I want the view. I want the view. I'm not going to redo it because right. it only works once. But you should go back okay. and watch the watch the vod. You'll love it. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been kind of funny games daily with your widow Wednesday report. Gary, you're a pleasure as always. We love you. Today. Great show. Yeah, as always. And now when you go to LA and you're talking there to Zack Snyder about how to fix the DCE, I got some meetings. Yeah, got some got some catch up with some writer friends. Got five or six meetings to catch up on. Exciting. Uh, whirlwind tour. I'm in LA um, today, later today, tomorrow, uh, and Friday, and I'll be back in time for the weekend. Good. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, remember, two more shows this week. Tomorrow it's me and Andrea. Friday it's me and Tim. Uh, remember, Gamescast is tomorrow as well, 2 p.m. Patreon.com slash kind of funny games. You can watch uh, me, Fran, Andrea, Tim talk about video games. Oh, Andrea uh, re- requested that she and I host one more show. Oh, okay. uh, before she goes. Yeah, I saw she I have an email in there about scheduling. We should so do that. We should make that make that 100%. Work. Yeah. All right. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, it's been our pleasure to serve you.